Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Welcome back. 403-974-TALK, 974-8255. So uh, recently the Alberta government put out its uh, proposed cannabis framework. It's going to... um, Try to spell out what marijuana is going to look like, uh, at least the retail of marijuana is going to look like in Alberta once it's legalized next year in terms of uh, age limit, uh, et cetera. Now, one of the pretty big questions here we haven't quite sorted out yet, where is this product going to be sold? The Alberta government uh, hasn't made up its mind. They say there are merits to both models that they've put forward as options, one being allowing private retailers to be the ones to sell it. Another would be to set up a network of government-run stores to sell it. Now, they've ruled out allowing, for example, existing liquor stores to also sell marijuana. So these would have to be, I guess, unique marijuana businesses. So they want to hear from, from Albertans. Uh, Now, coincidentally enough, today the Alberta Party released uh, an analysis suggesting that establishing a network of government-run cannabis retail stores would uh, entail startup costs of at least $168 million. And I mean, obviously there would be startup costs to build these stores, hire people to work in these stores, and then to try to figure out, well, what should we charge for this product? Is it really going to, to take away the black market? It's hard for me to see a case for why we need government-run stores, but there are some voices uh, speaking in favor of it. Over the weekend, the AUPE, uh, at its conference, uh, endorsed the idea of establishing government-run cannabis stores. Joining us on the line, Guy Smith, president of the AUPE. Guy, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rob. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, it was interesting from what I've read that there was, a, <clears throat> there was some disagreement uh, among your members on this issue. Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. We're a democratic organization, and uh, I uh, want to thank the delegates at our annual convention for a very robust uh, debate uh, that heard all voices, and I thought it was uh, an excellent debate. Um, but ultimately, um, the uh, position was endorsed that uh, retail outlets be uh, publicly run through government or through its regulated agencies to protect the health and safety and well, well-being of Albertans that are purchasing and consuming this uh, controlled substance. Okay, so what, what would the rationale for that be? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, Albertans look to AUPE as the largest union in the province for public policy statements on issues like this. And I think at the front and center in our mind is to make sure that Albertans are protected in, in whatever services they receive or, you know, any changes in public policy. Um, and that's, that's front and center is to make sure 
that the health and well-being of Albertans is protected. Um, and I, that's really where the debate, uh, you know, was, was centered around. But quite honestly, uh, you know, the many people said, look, we've got m- much more major issues to deal with as a union, uh, being that this is our heaviest year of negotiations in our history, that there's constant health and safety issues in the work sites our members work in, that there's constant workload and service issues. And, and those are, you know, the main focus of what we do as a union. But we felt it necessary to at least establish a, a public position on this. Okay, so, well, let me ask you this, because it seems like an obvious question. Would you envision then, uh, should the government go with this option, that it would be members of your union who would be working in these stores? Well, traditionally, if if, uh, Albertans remember back to when we had, uh, you know, ALCB liquor stores, those were AUP members. So um, I guess one could assume that if uh, retail outlets were being run directly by a government or a government agency, that, that they... They may be AUP members, but quite honestly, we have 93,000 members at the moment, and uh, you know the addition of a few retail outlet uh, staff doesn't increase our numbers that much. It doesn't increase our dues. That's not really the issue on which it was debated. So, you know, that, that's that's not really a concern for us, quite honestly, Rob. Right. Well, as you say, we we long ago abandoned the idea of having government-run stores sell alcohol. At no point right. have we ever embrace the idea of government-run stores to sell tobacco products, why, why would it make sense here? Well, just because this is another controlled substance and one that arguably uh, potentially provides more risk than, say, tobacco in, and uh, maybe even alcohol. I mean, it, it's been an illegal drug up until the federal government uh, changed the law otherwise. So I think people look at uh, cannabis differently than they do alcohol and, and uh, tobacco, um, so there comes all sorts of cultural philosophies around that. Um, and I think that, that because it has had a history of being very restricted, that uh, our concern was that uh, to make sure there was still some restriction, at least on the, the sale of it, to make sure that it didn't get in the hands of minors, that uh, the black market was obviously cut, cut out of the picture, and that, that there would be educated professionals providing this um, product uh, to the Alberta public in a way that was safe for, for the public. Right. Well, well the, the issue of addressing the risk, I, I find it odd you suggest that this is riskier than, than tobacco or alcohol, but mm. putting that aside, I mean, th- this all speaks to regulation, right? I mean, tobacco is, is quite heavily regulated in, in many ways. Right. So it comes down to the rules we implement, not who's selling it. Well, exactly. And, and then it's up to, actually, it would be our members who work for the uh, Alberta Gaming Liquor Commission to, to make sure that any outlets, be they public or private, uh, are operating within the, 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 the lines of the law as set out, uh, you know, as, as will be set out by the Alberta government. So we know that our inspectors who work diligently to make sure all controlled substances are um, administered properly, uh, they, they will have a role with that too in the, in the cannabis uh, retail model as well, regardless of whether it's private or public sector as well. Uh, but I think it's, it was important for, for us, as, as I said, as a, as a big voice in the, in the province to take a, a position on it, and, and, and we did over the weekend, and we'll be conferring that position to the, um, the Alberta government. Uh, now, I, I mentioned this at the outset. The Alberta Party uh, out today with an analysis uh, regarding the, the startup cost of doing so, building these stores, uh, staffing these stores, that the government would entail those costs. What do you make of that? 
Well, it's true. I mean, there's no doubt that because there's no current infrastructure like there is in other provinces with uh, publicly run liquor stores, for example, there is no infrastructure in Alberta since that was dismantled you know, 25, 30 years ago. Uh, so there would be startup costs. And this is something I think the Alberta government needs to look at. But the other thing the Alberta government needs to look at is that if it was publicly run, that uh, there would probably be a um, larger uh, influx of income coming into the government coffers, which at the moment they obviously could use because uh, they're in debt. So that's another side of the coin to look at too, that they could actually be produce uh, income to provide to treatment programs for drug, ad- drug addiction and all those other social issues that come around uh, from you know, poverty and drug addiction too. So it's actually a, looking at the revenue that was generated and putting it to good use for Albertans as well. Uh, but wouldn't those costs um, drive up the cost of the product itself? And I think there's some concern here mm-hmm. that uh, we would have inflated costs on the retail cannabis and, and that would uh, allow the black market to continue to flourish. You convert, yeah, that, that's a good argument too, Rob. It's, it's one that we heard on our convention floor. And to be perfectly frank, I couldn't give you any idea what, what cannabis costs now on the black market or otherwise. So I, I don't know what the government's going to do in terms of setting you know, some, some rates in terms of you know, how much this product costs or how much that generates activity in the black market. Um, so I know that the government's got a number of major issues to look at, um, both on public policy side and then also on the practical side. Uh, we just wanted to add our voice to that that uh, that debate. Um, but as I said earlier on in this interview, there are many, many major issues that, that AUP as a union are looking at in terms of public policy. And we're much more interested in talking about public delivery of health care, education, uh, you know, corrections, social services, all those things our members proudly do. That's where we're interested in, in putting our voice and making it sure, sure it's heard is on those kind of debates. Okay. So is this just about establishing a position on the on the record to say this is where we stand or is this about now going from here and and lobbying the government? Uh, Well, once we take a position, which we did, and again, it was after some vigorous and very high level and respectful debate, um, it's it's incumbent upon us to... uh, make sure that the government is aware of that position. Uh, we're never shy of uh, you know hiding from a position that we take, uh, regardless of how I personally feel about it or anybody else. It is a position of the union determined democratically uh, through a thousand delegates at our convention. All right. Well, we'll see where this all goes from here, Guy. Thanks right. for making some time for us today. Appreciate Cheers, it. Cheers, Rob. All right. Take you care. too. There you go. That's Guy Smith, president of the AUPE. So, yeah, they like the idea of government-run AUPE staffed Cannabis stores. How do Albertans feel about it? Anyway, 974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.